So, last week was a week full of detours as far as the podcast goes. And so I'm sure that you guys will be glad that we are returning to the conversation that we had previously. And uh, that was on customer conversations. No, it was on conversation frameworks, I believe. And yeah, so I was able to find the list of questions. You'll be happy to know that my son didn't tear it or throw it down the toilet. It was just stuck in one of my bags. And so I can continue with the questions that uh, we were supposed to have been doing last week before I got sidelined by all the distractions. Now, before we resume, a little side note. This is something I've been thinking about. And uh, so, yeah, let me know what you think about it. Either hit me up on the DMs on the Instagram or you send a voice note over here on the Anchor app. Um, okay, yeah, so I've been thinking, you know how other podcasts have these really interesting um, intros where they say something really cool about the podcast? Don't worry, I'm not going to go back to Radio Voice that my wife made me um, abandon several months ago. But I've been thinking, perhaps I should start off this podcast by saying that this is the longest-running Nigerian wedding podcast. Or should I say African wedding podcast? I mean, just let me know what you guys think. And that's because um, while I was getting interviewed by Shay of Love Weddings, um, I had to look at the other podcasts that they were able to find. I did some um, snooping around. And maybe I'm a poor researcher, but as it is, I can't find any wedding podcast that has gone on for more than one year or that have done more than 10 episodes. So, so far, since we're getting, uh, since we've been doing this for over a year and a half, and we're now definitely over 200 episodes, I think I have earned the right. I hope I'll still do some more research. To say that this is Nigeria's longest-running uh, wedding industry-related uh, podcast. So, yeah, let me know what you think. Okay, so now that we've got that um, idle chat out of the way, uh, I think before we got sidelined last week, we were on the whole question of what is the difference, what are the differences between a customer, a client, and a prospective client. And how do these differences inform the kind of conversations that we are going to have? So, um, for those of us here on uh, the podcast, that is our chief um, consideration. So, uh, why is it important? Why are the differences important? Because they determine the kind of conversations that we can have. So, now we're going to look at conversations that you should be having with your customer and your client. So, you remember that with our um, definitions, our um, common man definitions, the customer or the client is someone who has given you money once before and you have reasonable prospects to believe that the person is going to give you some more money in the future for your product or your service. So, in other, word, uh, in other words, your customer, if you're a wedding photographer like I am, is someone who has given you money before to shoot the wedding, and uh, the same if you uh, are a uh, wedding planner. If it's a much more corporate type 
of a business context than people usually call them clients. But for the purpose of this podcast, we're going to use both terms interchangeably, customer or client. But the most important thing is they paid you money before to plan the wedding, to shoot the wedding, to bake the cake, to be the MC, uh, to sew the dress or to procure the wedding dress. And there's a reasonable hope that they're going to give you money again in the future to either plan that bridal shower or shoot the uh, baby shower or make the cake for the baby shower or procure the dresses for the baby shower. So I'm sure that you guys, um, I'm sure you get the gist. So that is who a customer and a client is for the purpose of the podcast. You will find that if you talk to uh, people in much more um, specialized uh all i say people who have much more specialized business knowledge they would like to say that these definitions are not uh, technically precise and uh, yes that is the case so this is just a working man's um, a definition a common man's definition so now that we know who our customers are and who our clients are what kind of conversation should we be having with them now this is not an exhaustive list but at the very least you should be having relationship building conversations you should be having customer success conversations and you ought to be having need re-evaluation conversations. So let's go over that again. You should be having relationship building conversations. You should be having customer success conversations <clears throat> and you need to have need re-evaluation uh, conversations. So I'm going to deal with them now and not necessarily in that particular order. So first, customer success conversations. Now, for those of you who are long-term listeners, you remember that the first time I introduced this term on the podcast, it was because I was borrowing the term from our brothers and sisters in the tech world. And in the tech industry, they have this whole idea about customer success. Now, the idea behind customer success is this. If someone buys my computer, my software package, my whatever it is that is IT-related, but the person actually never uses the product then the person is not going to come back to me to buy again. If the person buys the product, the hardware, the software, the uh, whatever it is, and the person uses the product, but the person does not have a good experience with using the product, then the person is not going to come back to buy again in the future. And of course, if the person doesn't come back to buy in the future because the person didn't have a pleasurable experience, the person wasn't able to use that software uh, or hardware um, product or service to achieve their goals, then the likelihood of them talking to their friends and family and bringing them back to me so that they can buy some more magical IT-related stuff, those chances just go down the drain. They go down the window. So... Our brothers and sisters in the software and the IT and the startup space have this idea of customer success and the idea behind it is that it's not just important to sell your software or your hardware, you need to make sure that the person actually does use it and that the person enjoys using it and was successful in achieving what goal it was uh, that they wanted to do in the first place. So, uh, you guys remember the time that I got hit up um, by someone who wanted to sell HR services. So let's say that is your uh, business and you have this revolutionary uh, software package. <clears throat> Excuse me. You have this revolutionary software package that is going to help people solve all their HR problems. It's going to make people sign in to work on time and you're going to be able to uh, cut down on the amount of... Um, the amount of time that your customers, sorry, not your customers, your your employees and your uh, yeah, your employees and your staff, you're going to cut down on the time that they spend um, a wall and not doing any office work. 
So let's say that that's um, what you sell. You're in the IT space. You have this revolutionary HR tool. Now, if I buy that tool because I want to make sure that my wedding photographers are doing their work, uh, you know, they're always on the job and, um, you know, we're always on point, but I don't have a fine experience with that software, then I'm not going to recommend the software to anybody else and I'm not going to come back to buy any add-on um, services or any uh, add-on software or hardware that is needed to make um, my business run smoother. So for people in the IT space and in the software space, when they get me to buy that HR software, they are going to um, have a follow-up call in a few weeks, in a few months to say, oh, Mr. Yede, that HR uh, software that you bought from us, um, how's it working for you? I hope it's working very well. And then I'm going to say, no, it's not working very well. It's a hassle because of this, 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 and that. And the person is going to say, oh, I'm terribly sorry about that, sir. Can you let me know what in particular went wrong? And inevitably during the conversation, they might find out that um, I was missold a product and they will apologize and try and get me the right product or they'll find that um, I didn't bother reading the instructions correctly and that's why I didn't get the best out of it and the person is going to walk me through how to set it up properly so that it can achieve um, the goal for the business so that I am using the HR tool to effectively um, police my <clears throat> police my second shooters. Now, if they do that and I come away from the relationship thinking, oh, these guys are really top-notch, they're really good, the software is nice, their customer service is on point. The next time I'm chilling with any of my friends, wedding planners or cake artists or whoever, and they have um, some problems that can be solved with HR software, guess what I'm going to say? I'm going to say, oh, you know what? I was talking with Chukudi the other day. He has this brilliant HR software. This is how it helped me improve my business. I think you guys should talk with him as well. So that's what people in the IT space do. They're concerned with customer success conversations. And the idea behind it is, is the if the customer buys from us, but they don't have a successful outcome, they're not going to come back. If they don't come back, we're losing revenue. If they don't come back, if they don't bring friends, family, and associates, we're losing revenue. So the whole idea behind customer success is to make sure that we guarantee the lifetime customer value and we have future cash flows coming in. So those are conversations that you need to be having. When you're done with the wedding, say, hey, Madam Bride, what's up? How are you doing? How's the honeymoon? Hope you guys love the photos. Hope you love the albums. Uh, hope you guys um, love the frames uh, for the future. Um, is there anything that we could have done better? Um, I hope you like the way we planned the wedding. I hope that the gazebo, the, this setup, the all the ideas that we worked on, were able to bring your uh, vision to mind when we're planning the wedding. I hope you guys love the wedding cake. Um, okay, well, for cake people, I'm not sure what kind of customer success actions, sorry, questions you could ask, but. Um, we're all very creative people in this industry. So sit down, think about it. Even if you're the MC or you're the pyrotechnic person, come to think of it, I'm not sure what kind of questions pyro people could ask. You know, did the fireworks go off correctly? Anyway, I don't know. But bottom line, sit down, have a hard think, think about possible uh, um, questions that you could ask. And you definitely, we should be hitting up um, our customers. So it doesn't have to be immediately after the wedding, because let's face it, after the wedding, they're burnt out, uh, they're tired, uh, the bride can't remember where her phone is, uh, the groom doesn't want to answer any more questions. I mean, he's just fagged out, he's totally um, tired. 
So maybe after the honeymoon, it might be a couple of days, might be a couple of weeks, might be a month or two. But whatever time frame you choose, we ought to be having customer success conversations. And so remember, the whole point of them is to make sure that the bride and the groom, they come back. So they come back for, we're done with the wedding now. So next would be, uh, what is next? Is it baby shower? Baby shower. Okay, you're done with the bridal shower. So after wedding will be baby shower, uh, baby baptism, uh, what else? Baptism party, first uh, first birthday, what else? Vow renewals. Um, so there's lots of stuff. So customer success conversations, they increase the odds that Madam Bride and Oga Groom are going to come back for future business for us and also will bring their friends and their family along. So, this is one of the reasons why we ought to pay attention to who it is that we're dealing with, customer, client, or prospect, because it determines the nature of the conversations that we're going to have, and one conversation that we should be having with people who have given us money before, and who we hope will give us money again in the future, is to have the customer success conversation. Now, I was hoping that we'll be able to do all three in the 10 minutes that I'm trying to allocate for the podcast, but since we've already spent... um, This is 13 minutes roughly on one. I will leave the other two for tomorrow and we'll see how it'll go uh, from there. So I hope you guys are proud of me that um, apart from the 45 minute mishap that we had last week, I've been keeping things under 15 minutes so far. So thank you very much for listening to the sales for the Nigerian wedding industry podcast, which for now, until you guys prove different to me, is Nigeria's longest running and only successful wedding related podcast for now. And yes, that is a challenge to you guys who put up podcast episodes, but you only did five or maybe 10. And that was three years ago. Try and get back on the ball and get your podcasts up and rolling. Uh, Keep them alive because this is how we learn and this is how we grow. It is through cross-pollination, people putting out ideas about how uh, we grow our businesses and how we can improve ourselves. So thank you very much for your time and attention. I will catch you guys at tomorrow's uh, recording. So uh, yeah, you guys be cool and uh, have a wonderful work day.